Welcome to the Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Thank you for joining our weekly discussion around grief, mental health, and overall personal wellness. The Grief Bully Podcast will serve as a vehicle to help you navigate life's journey. Be sure to subscribe, review, and share the podcast with anyone in your life that you think it will help. Let's bully grief together. What's up? What's up? What's up, beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of the Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Guys, we're going to get right into this conversation today. I was scrolling on Facebook, and unfortunately, one of my friend's father recently passed away. And I'm reading a post because she's been sharing stories about her late father, which have been very heartwarming warming and touching. And so I came across a post because I've been reading them every day. I think it's a beautiful tribute to him. And I wanted to share it because I was reading it and I thought she wrote it. It was so relatable. It just instantly grabbed me in. And I thought I would share it today and then kind of discuss a little bit of feedback. So the day my father died, I was at the grocery store buying bananas. I remember thinking to myself, this is insane. Your dad just died. Why the hell are you buying bananas? But we needed bananas. We'd be waking up for breakfast tomorrow morning and there wouldn't be any bananas. So there I was. And lots of other stuff still needed doing too. So over the coming days, I would navigate parking lots, wait in restaurant lines and sit on park benches, pushing back tears, fighting to stay upright and in general, always being seconds from a total blubbering, room-clearing freakout. I wanted to wear a sign that said, I just lost my dad, please go easy. Unless anyone passing by looked deeply into my bloodshot eyes or noticed the occasional break in my voice and thought enough to ask, it's not like they have, would have known what's happening inside me or around me. They wouldn't have had any idea of the gaping sinkhole that had just opened up and swallowed the normal life of the guy next to them in the produce section. And while I didn't want to physically wear my actual circumstances on my chest, it probably would have caused people around me to give me space or speak softer or move more carefully. And it might have made the impossible almost bearable. Everyone around you, The people you share at a grocery store line with, pass in traffic, sit next to at work, encounter on social media, and see across the kitchen table. They are all experiencing the collateral damage of living. They are all grieving someone, missing someone, worried about someone. Their marriages are crumbling, or their mortgage payment is late, or they are waiting on their child's test results or they're getting bananas five years after a death and still pushing back tears because the loss feels as real as it did the first day. Every single human being you pass by today is fighting to find peace and to push back fear, to get through their daily task without breaking down in front of the bananas or in the carpool line or at the post office. Maybe they aren't mourning the sudden tragic, tragic passing of a parent but wounded, exhausted, pain-ravaged people are everywhere, every day stumbling all around us. And yet, most of the time, we are fairly oblivious to them. Parents whose children are terminally ill, couples in the middle of divorce, people grieving loss of loved ones and relationships, kids being bullied at school, teenagers who want to end their lives, 
people marking an anniversary of a death, parents worried about their depressed teenager, spouses whose parents are deployed in combat, families with no idea how to keep the lights on, single parents with little help and little sleep. Everyone is grieving and worried and fearful, and yet none of them wear the signs, none of them have labels, and none of them come with written warnings, reading, I'm struggling, be nice to me. And since they don't, it's up to you and me to look more closely and more deeply at everyone around us, at work or at the gas station or in the produce section, and to never assume they aren't all just hanging by a thread. Because most people are hanging by a thread, and our simple kindness can be that thread. We need to remind ourselves just how hard the hidden stories around us might be, and to approach each person as a delicate, breakable, invaluable treasure, and to handle them with care. As you make your way through the world today, people won't be wearing signs to announce their mourning or to alert you to the attrition or to broadcast how terrified they are. But if you look with the right eyes, you'll see the signs. There are grieving people all around you. Go easy. And that was by John Pavlovitz. So wherever you are right now, in however that made you feel, whatever space that ushered you into, let's sit there for a minute. Let's be there. Let's acknowledge that space. Let's lean into the reality that there are grieving people all around us. And we're one of them. I'm one of them. And if we could just take that thought, the concept, the reality, that's what's really happening, would we move with more kindness? Would the world be a better place? Would more healing have the possibility to occur? But no, we're moving so quickly. We're cursing people out. We're blowing horns. We're yelling at people. We're hanging up on people. We're just not moving in that space. Because granted, as John talked about in his letter, we don't have signs. We're not wearing things that says, hey, I'm grieving. I just lost my parent. Go easy on me. Leave me alone. Give me space. Sorry I didn't respond to your email expeditiously, but I have a broken heart right now. We don't see these things. But just because we don't see it doesn't mean that it's not there. So I'd like to challenge you to err on the side of caution. When you feel yourself and your fuse is just burning out and you're just about to snap, think for one second, what could this person be going through? What could they be dealing with? And it also allows grieving people that opportunity in that space to not feel so much pressure to function as society is expecting them to do. It's a very difficult challenge, and we're just in this melting pot together trying to figure it out. And we're always looking for these answers, but sometimes the simplicity is so powerful. The simplicity of acknowledgement. Awareness, patience. Today I found myself in a back and forth kind of conversation with the customer. And she's defending her stance, I'm defending mine. And I and trust me, I can defend some stuff. I can go toe-to-toe with someone in a, in a confrontation if I need to, especially when I'm, when I'm taking pride in what I'm speaking about. But I took a second and I realized she's pretty frustrated. This is going to be a financial impact to their business. And while I know what I'm saying is right, I don't have to be right right now. 
I don't have to be right right now because I'm not realizing at first. And then I did realize how this woman is now going to have to go back and tell her higher ups about this huge financial issue they're going to have. And although she's taking shots at my company, I don't have to be right right now. And as she acknowledged, we're going to have to agree to disagree. And let's have this conversation when I'm not as heated. And I said, absolutely. That was a beautiful exchange of dialogue. It wasn't, I'm going to continue to be right by any means necessary. I don't care. I can hear the frustration, but I've got to win this argument. Sometimes you backing down is that thread. Is that thread. Are we saying that grieving people, mourning people need a pity party and we've all have to just hold each other's hand and just move on eggshells? No, that's not realistic. Right. Because we really do all have things going on. So if everybody has something going on and everyone's trying to be kind to the other person, how are we being considerate of ourselves? But if the vast majority who are doing well take this notion and take this position, I think it just puts us all together collectively in a better space to heal, to move through it, to navigate. This is why I share so openly on my social media as these constant reminders of what people are going through. I have one quote of mine that I love and it says, keep in mind that someone next to you, someone close to you is still chirping off the fact that someone close to them died. I say those things. People scroll, they hit the heart button, not because they think Jay Nicole's so awesome. It's because that resonates with them. Those are real words. People have seemed to forget that I lost this person is what they're saying. The emails aren't stopping. The phone calls aren't stopping. The demands of the workplace are not stopping. And we wonder why we have such a hard time giving ourselves that opportunity and that space to lean in. It's because we don't really live in a world that makes that comfortable. But after today, after you listen to this episode, we're going to make it a little more comfortable for one another, right? I know you are. I know I am. And we can't be perfect, but if we can just get a little bit closer to leading with kindness, oh my goodness, I can just see how beautiful that could be, how much I can imagine less arguments, less bickering, because we're not talking about, again, just tragic losses of loved ones. We're talking about that couple that's on the brink of divorce and you just see their smiling Instagram picture so you don't know that. Someone who's waiting for those test results for their child who is terminally ill. Someone who's struggling to pay their mortgages might be lights out. Lately, I've been seeing so many tragic fires. People losing everything. Everything. A family in Philadelphia lost 13 family members in one day, of which eight were children. Yeah. So what? So we don't know what their family members who are still living, that are in the grocery market, that are in the car next to you, are dealing with. So we don't have to have facts to know exactly what people are going through to say, hey, you know what? I don't know what that person is going through. I'm going to just say they're doing their best because why wouldn't they be? So whatever version of you that you're giving me, this is how I move through my life. That's the best version of you that you have to offer. And so then I have to move accordingly. Because it doesn't have to just be my way or or my expectation of you and how you're falling short because I don't know what you're going through. You don't tell me everything. They're not telling you everything. You're not telling them everything. 
So let's love on each other. Let's pray for each other. Let's continue to hold each other's hand as we keep navigating these unprecedented times. I love you guys. Can I say that? I think I can. I love you guys. You are a beautiful human being. You are a beautiful soul. You're so courageous. Look how dope you are. You're still pushing through all of that adversity, all of these trials, all of this grief, all of this sorrow, all of this pain. Oh, my God. Look how mighty you are. Pat yourself on the back. Yes. Yes. I am proud of you because you had a choice to give up. But you didn't. It's not mandatory. You're not obligated to. You chose to. You continue to rise to the occasion every single day. And for that human being out there in the podcasting world, on the airways, social media, wherever you are, I love you. I'm proud of you. And of course, I'm super appreciative of you continuing to listen to the Grief Bully podcast, sharing it with your loved ones, your friends, your comments on social media. Man, I truly appreciate it. When I get those comments on YouTube and I get to have that dialogue and know who the listeners actually are, it touches my heart. So definitely reach out, connect with me, drop comments. Let me know how you're feeling. Slide into my DMs over on Instagram where you guys know I hang out the most. And make sure you follow me there at I underscore AM underscore Jay Nicole, guys. So next time you already know, love and light. Peace. Peace.